Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. You know my producer, Zach, is here with us tonight. And I should have told him, um, but I forgot. Zach, I feel, <laughs> I feel like giving out some news tonight. Uh oh, <laughs> some maybe some well placed sourced news. Maybe not even just LSU news. Um, it has come to my attention that uh, LSU is only attacking recruiting inside the transfer portal for four specific locations if it deems itself worthy and it deems itself ready to go. So we'll be talking on some things I'm hearing around LSU what Spring has already told them, what we will dive into more in the film. We'll get to quarterbacks, running backs, offensive line, defense, everything. Um, so we'll be focused around some news that we are gathering here today. Uh, also, we'll do a Rafino's rants. Um, I don't think we have bad internet. Um, internet? Uh, I think it's spelled with an R in there somewhere. Uh, but nevertheless... Nevertheless, um, yeah, yeah. Can y'all not hear me? <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, we'll 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 get on to that. Uh, Rafino's rants. Don't listen to what the media is telling you anymore until after spring. Um, I think that I think you guys are picking up on the narrative. I think you're picking up on the narrative. Um, so with that narrative alone, uh, with that narrative alone. Uh, Rafino's rants will be sparked here tonight, so we'll get into that. Also, also, uh, Tyron Matthew, we did not go last night. Tyron Matthew to the Saints. Um, we'll touch on that. Some things I'm hearing around there. LSU Pro Day was today. Uh, we'll touch on 
some key things that happened today in Pro Day. One thing that I thought stood out to me very, very big, not in, not in a positive way, but a lot of positive, but one big negative that I saw, and maybe why Jacob Flint is here at LSU instead of um, our friend Tommy Moffat. LSU baseball beats up on Grambling last night. Uh, probably takes out some of their demons, um, and they'll probably try to do this on as many midweek games as they can. Uh, but takes out all of their frustration out of Grambling last night. We'll talk on LSU baseball. And since we missed last night, hashtag Ask Blake. You have questions, you have thoughts, you have concerns. Fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat, hashtag Ask Blake, and we'll try to get to them uh, as much as them as we can. Uh, Nurse Court on YouTube sends us $5. She says, happy anniversary, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. See, I have a loyalty to you, the fans. I have a loyalty to the AYS Nation. Uh, and uh, we're going to be doing something for the anniversary. Don't you, don't you, uh, for, don't you think that we're not? And so I very, pre, I very much appreciate uh, Nurse Court saying that. And Marshall, Rudy Crew, what's up? They had a big podcast last night, the Golden Boot Pod. It was really good. Y'all should go listen to it. Uh, Rob says on YouTube, let's go. Yes, let's get it. Father A. Bear was one of us, or is one of us. One of us is Father A. Bear. He says, let's get it. Let's do that. Let's do that. Got a lot of comments firing in here. Uh, Marvin Mackey Jr. says, wow, our boys weak. Um, that's what we'll probably talk about in the Rafino's rants a little bit too and not listening to the media. Um, but really, one big thing, um, one big thing that it was just very glaring to me was something today. Nookie says, Travinsky nearly cost LSU the game last night. Yeah, y'all heard that, right? Y'all heard that. Cost Travinsky the game. Or cost LSU the game. Hayden Travinsky. You know, Alex Malazzo. You know, apparently Alex Malazzo is um, going to uh, make a difference in Jordan Thompson's fielding. But Blake, he gets the pitching better. What happened before when they were still committing those errors? When Malazzo was in the lineup? Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Okay. Let's get started. Let's get rolling. Uh, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. If you're on Facebook, there's a lot of you on Facebook right now. Everybody hit that like button. Every single one of you hit that like button. Hit the share as well. Share to some Facebook groups. Uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it uh, if and when you share to those Facebook groups. Um, also, subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. We are still doing the $500 giveaway if... When this, and I'm, I'm being very strict on this one. $500 is a lot of cheese. Got to get to 10,000 followers on Facebook, 200 reviews on Apple Podcasts, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe there as well. Also, we need to get to 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So we're not that far away from me giving one lucky listener $500, but you got to do all three for your chance to, to, uh, to qualify the way that we know that you've qualified and you've done it is if you leave a review on Apple Podcast. That's a that's a lot of money. <laughs> I, I don't know how much more money I can give away. I mean, what you you want me to give billions and billions? I don't have billions and billions. Billions and billions. I don't have billions and billions. What I do I do have is an allotted five hundred dollars that I'm trying to give to one lucky person. Okay, let's get started. 
Let's get rolling. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we got some news. I want to fire out and some LSU recruiting stuff. Um, none better. Our good friends over at GM Varndo and Sons and BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varndo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds, info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. On that first deposit, just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Again, that's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Uh, we will have a new commercial for Bet Online tomorrow. Uh, they didn't send us over one, so <laughs> we will have another one, but still do the Believe promo code. That way you'll get 50% off your first welcome bonus. Okay, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Okay, so over the last couple of weeks, we had been kind of talking to some people around LSU. Now, we all knew when LSU rolled out against Kansas State, um, that LSU was going to have to find some very specific, fill some very specific holes. No pause. In those specific holes, you were going to have to go get corner. You were going to go have to get some more offensive linemen, possibly another quarterback, which they did. Maybe you had a running back. Maybe you had a receiver. But they're not doing that at a receiver. They're staying there at the current moment. It's a very deep room. Why would you? Maybe you go get a safety. Not doing that so much. But there are some specific needs, and tight end was obviously the biggest one. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of move on tight end, but I want to tell you this. Now, Brian Kelly has already said it's the number one thing on their board. He's not lying. He's not lying. What shocked me, though, what shocked me is now that we're six days into, or six or seven days into spring practice, where LSU thinks that they have some holes and weaknesses. And... You guys know, and I'm sometimes labeled as a sunshine pumper when it comes to Brian Kelly, LSU football, what have you. But I think that this is some glaring weaknesses that LSU is somewhat relaying somewhat and what they are looking for and scouting for of guys that are potentially in the transfer portal or will, they assume, will be in the transfer portal. Uh, outside of tight end, the number one thing that I was told today, officially, was corner and not not an inside guy, not a guy that could play in the slot, uh, but a guy that can play on the outside. Um, we all know, and it's been widely reported, that Jarek Bernard Converse is a little nicked up. He's been out of practice. Maybe he comes back, maybe he doesn't. But I think it opened up 
LSU's eyes that if one of those guys goes down, either Makai Gardner um, or or Jared Bernard Converse, that you have a situation where you're really thin at boundary corner. Now, LSU, and a lot of people talk about Corey Raymond, how great Corey Raymond is. I get it. Not going down that debate. Not going down that rabbit hole. Because when you go and look, when you definitely go back and you look at what LSU was the last two seasons, when it comes from a passing defense perspective. Now, outside and before LSU played Alabama, they were in the 120s again when it comes to pass defense. Two in two straight years, some of the worst pass defense that we had ever seen at LSU. Now you got guys like Derek Stingley that's running a 4-3-3 or 4-3-7 in his pro day, was nicked up, injured. We get all that. Because LSU is struggling at corner a little bit when it comes from a depth perspective, especially on that outside. Was very interested to hear and to see that LSU um, will be focusing on that. Now, will they pull the trigger? I don't know that. I do know that they've had some people that they've talked to, but regardless of that, regardless of that, that is LSU's number two. Some Somebody in that building told me today that it might be 1A. So if it's tight end, outside boundary corner might be 1A. I was a little shocked to hear that. So maybe during the summer, during the offseason, some guys step up. Maybe you got Radarius Jones. Jordan Tolles was moved out there in an experimental role. Let's see what happens there. Um, but nevertheless, I thought it was interesting enough. Number two was uh, was offensive tackle. Um, <laughs> now, Tyler Steen is a guy that we've been monitoring for a while. A guy that's very, uh, very um, critical in his thinking. Very critical thinker about where he is going to go. Now, Virginia, Alabama, LSU – all in this mix. Some people this week thought he might commit sometime soon, may even come this week. Now, Tyler Steen is a guy that I think is an instant come in and start guy at right tackle. Um, even if Tyler Steen does not come to LSU, it was told to me that LSU's big one of, if not the biggest concern, is finding a guy that can start now that you don't have to worry about. Now, I know you have guys like Will Campbell. I know that you have guys like Cam Wire. I know that you have a guy that's been here for a while in Marcus Dumerville. I don't know how much LSU has faith in that at the current moment. Now, this could be from a depth perspective that they want to go get another offensive tackle, and I understand that. You might have some of these guys that hits the portal. Can you move a Xavier Hill out to right tackle if he's doing good at left guard and Anthony Bradford comes back and is really doing good? Just Carl Thomas started right guard. What do you do at right tackle? That, guys, I just don't know. But what I do know is in one of the critical needs LSU feels that they have is that right tackle position. What's interesting is that they didn't they said right tackle and they did not say they did not say left tackle. Does that mean that Miles Frazier is starting to step up? I don't know that. I don't know that. We're so far into August. I don't know that. That's number three. I would say that something that was interesting to me too is is not Really what LSU's looking at, um, and maybe not a position that's in the inside, but what LSU would call a jack linebacker. Maybe another guy that could rush the passer. That wouldn't, doesn't need to have his hand in the dirt. Now, my thought on that, though, 
is I don't know if that's going to be LSU's biggest concern when a guy like Harold Perkins comes on campus, right? When Harold Perkins comes on campus and he's so versatile in everything that he does, can he play that role? I think he's versatile to play anything he wants. Quite honestly, when he steps on campus, quite honestly, when he steps on campus, he might be your best running back on that team. (laughs) As crazy as it sounds, not only might he be your best outside backer, he might be your best running back on that team. I think this tells us a lot of things on that Jack, what LSU is looking at. What it does tell me, too, is LSU feels good at center or feels okay at center. Now, I think that they might need to go get another center if Charles Turner is not ready. If Garrett, if Garrett Dellinger can't pick it up, they might need to go to center. They might need to find somebody, but I think that that's a dime of, diamond in the rough, hashtag Aladdin. It's not easy to go find a diamond in the rough. Not at that position. So why do they have confidence there? Now, maybe they're talking about it. Maybe they would entertain it if an interesting person hit the portal. I don't know that. But of all of that, I think within six, within a week's worth of practice, LSU knows their strengths and their weaknesses. Obviously, coming into the spring, we thought safety could be an issue. LSU thinks they're fine there. A lot of people thought inside backer would be an issue. LSU feels that they're fine there. D-line, you never have to worry about. Quarterback, you went and got one. Running back, you went and got one. Wide receiver, you're loaded. So here's the biggest issue in all of this. You have three spots left. Of the four of a tight end, cornerback, tackle, jack linebacker, you can't go get them all. So what does LSU prioritize more? Let me tell you what I would prioritize more. Um, I would prioritize more probably – it's so tough not to say tight end. It's so tough not to say tight end because you absolutely need one. But if you don't feel like that you have a starting right tackle that can play right now, it's very, very hard for me to say – that you need a tight end more than you need a starting right tackle, right? It's extremely hard for me to think to, to not prioritize a right tackle or a center than it would be a tight end. I think that you could disguise and cover up Cole Taylor out there than the glaring weakness that you would have at right tackle. I don't know if I can... As much as I look into it, look at corner. Now, the McGee kid who was in the recruiting class, I think, what, one or two years ago, had a good day the other day, the last Saturday. Um, Maybe he can step up. Maybe he can be a boundary guy. But I think that if you feel as if that you need to go after a right tackle, then you need to go get him. One thing that does concern me. Now, I got labeled the offensive line homer a season ago even though Ty Davis-Price rushed for 1,000 yards in eight games. Let me repeat that. 1,000 yards in eight games. Offensive line's trash, though, isn't it? So Jake Peets could be the worst offensive coordinator in LSU history, but, you know, O-line. I have my worries. I have my doubts. And you know how much I've stuck up for for that position group. 
I have my issues and my worries. I think it comes down to – I think if you take the three, corner, tight end, Jack linebacker's out. But here's another scenario that worries me. What if you have a scenario where you have one or two qu- quarterbacks that transfers? Then what? Now, I don't think that they're – I don't think to – at this exact moment, I don't think two transfers – I can tell you why I think that there's a narrative being pushed for one quarterback versus the other. Because if a narrative is being pushed out there in the media and the public, then maybe that quarterback feels, hey, man, I got a really damn good shot of winning this position. I got a really damn strong position here where I can win the starting job. So instead of that guy transferring during the spring or after the spring, even that guy transferring during the summer, he goes into August camp battling for that position. Funny how narratives are a problem, huh? Don't let narratives oversee and cloud your judgment of what's really going on. One thing that we all know, and this was going to be a part of my Rafinos rants, we do got to get to comments. So how about this? Zach Tally up some of the good hashtag ask Blakes. And after this, I will get to as many of them as I can. So if you have a question, you might have already put it inside the comments. Fire that question inside here right now. Hashtag ask Blake. We'll get to all of them. Here's a part of my Rafino's rants. And it kind of has to do a little with Brian Kelly. And it has to do with the media again. Don't fall for the narrative. Do not fall for what is being pushed upon you right now. We're so far, we're so early in this process. So early in this process, don't fall for it. Because I went back and looked at my text messages today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11 media members all text me someone the same about Brian Kelly. Well, Blake, you know he's not going to let former players on campus, right? You know he's not going to let former players in LSU football ops. He literally just did. He literally walked up to Tyron Matthew, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Thaddeus Smalls and says, Hey, guys, listen. Listen. I don't know all the former players. I want to get to know them. But can you do me a favor and get the word out that any former LSU players welcome on this on this practice field? We want to welcome every former Tiger on this campus. It's open to you. Guys, it's open to you. You know why he's doing that? When you got Tyron Matthew for crying out loud going in that building with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Thaddeus Moss, what do you think's going on? You have Patrick Queen, Calavon Chasson going up to Brian Kelly introducing himself. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Some of you, that's going to go completely over your heads. Sitting there talking to the former players, wanting to get to know them. That's another narrative. Now, I don't know how many times I have to effing word come out here and say stuff like this for it to get through your head. Remember the quarterback. Blake, we ain't going after transfer quarterback. It's Miles H. Brennan, Blake. Hey, 
Hoochie Coochie. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Don't fall for it. They're playing a dangerous game. And sometimes when you play dangerous games, you don't win them. Today should be, today should show you something. Part of this Rafino's ranch too is that we got to give Brian Kelly time. Now I'm on a soapbox. Did you see the uh, uh, 225 bench reps today from the offensive lineman and defensive lineman? D lineman. O lineman, listen to me. If you're doing 18 reps and you're at LSU and you're wanting to go in the NFL, it's not good enough. You want to know why Tommy Moffitt is no longer there? It's not good enough. 18 reps of 225 at a pro day is not good enough. Now, Liam Shanahan doing 28 for a center is pretty damn good by over average standards for a center, by the way, which is 26. No offensive lineman hitting more than 30? It's a problem, y'all. No D lineman? Y'all, y'all keep wanting to ask the question, well, Blake, what about Jacob Flint? Flint? Flint, 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 Flint. You're going to find out. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Um, Zach, anyone um, about hashtag ask Blake Fireman there right now? Uh, Dylan Allen says hashtag ask Blake, do we take Ohio State's recent corner? I think Savion Banks is a... Um, Guy I would keep my uh, eyes on. Go ahead, Zach. Go to the next one. Uh, Adrian Bailey says, hashtag ask Blake, why they won't move Jay Ward back to corner to help out at the thin outside corner's position? Adrian, I think that that's a really good question. Um, I don't know that. And I think if they absolutely needed to, they would. If they absolutely needed to, they would. But when you have Jay Ward going out there as a safety intercepting passes and maybe they feel that Jay Ward's better at free. And quite honestly, Brian Kelly talked about the safety position and like what he saw on film and at practice with Jay Ward, who then went back in there. So let me ask this question. Um, and I know a lot of people talk about Jay Ward tackling and his issues. I understand that. I get that. Um, but right now in the spring, major burns being out is major burns being out a big issue for Brian Kelly. And not having ma now one thing that he's talked about a lot is Major Burns not being there. If you've noticed, like he's talked he's he's screened Major Burns' name more than anybody who's injured. So I thought that that was interesting. Um, Zach, firing firing a couple more. Uh, Mr. Hawkins on Facebook says hashtag Ask Blake. Is there any OTs that are being recruited in the portal currently? Is there one that you might want to see outside of Tyler Steen? Not to my knowledge. Now, I haven't dug too much into it, Mr. Hawkins. Um, this is just the positions that they're looking at. Now, if I had it, I'd give it to you. If I had it, I'd give it to you. Um, that, I don't know. Um, I was told that a decision was going to be made this week for Tyler Steen. I was told yesterday, which we didn't run with that yesterday, um, but 
didn't say anything because I didn't feel good about it. And I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody knows where he's going. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up in Virginia. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up at LSU. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up at Alabama. I think of all of those three schools, if he wants playing time, it's not Bama. I think Bama's if watch him commit to Bama, Zach with me saying this, he's gonna commit to Bama with me saying this. I feel like Bama should be, not realistically, because they're Bama, but they should be on the outside looking in, right? Like they should be on the outside looking in when they had the Brockermeyer twins and they've had so many different dudes um that are on that offensive line. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me why he would choose Bama. Now I get it. National titles, but are you going to start? Are you going to play? LSU has a need right now. Uh, I saw one from Ant, Zach. Um, fire that one in there. There it is. Ant Marshall says, hashtag ask Blake, what happened to Doomerville? Haven't heard much about him. I thought he's just had a okay camp. Again, we got so much further to, what, to go, but. Hmm. I don't know. I legitimately don't know. I legitimately just don't know. Now, maybe he can do some good things this offseason. But, Zach, fire that one and take that down for just a minute, and then we'll fire this. We'll fire that back. Zach, fire that back uh, right after this. Um, and that goes to my point. You can't, you can't have 18 reps at 225 as a D lineman at LSU. Yeah, guys, you just can't. That's a problem. It's, it, it, guys, it's a problem. I, if you don't see it as a massive problem, I, I don't know what to tell you. But sometimes, and guys, I, I am one of the world's worst at this. Maybe, and I need to clip this. So, Zach, at 31 minutes, 31 seconds, I need to clip this. I can be, at times, the world's worst of putting these purple and gold glasses on. I like the refreshing eyes that are coming from outside to tell you, Hey, bro. It, it, no, that it's not right. That don't look good. You know, it's like <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. You know what? I'm gonna say it. It's like you you're dating somebody in college, and your homeboy comes over to your crib, knocks on the door. You open the door. Wow, what's happening, dog? You got I'm blue, Abadia, die, playing on the stereo in the background. <laughs> Zach, you're too young to know what that song is. You got Smash Mouth playing in the background. You got you got Nelly, country grammar playing on in the background. And he tells you, say, bro, I got to tell you something. Your girl's about to leave you. She's saying you're doing all the wrong things. We've all been there. I've been there more than I could count. But you all know where I'm coming from. Sometimes you got to change things to have success. Sometimes you got to change people in your life. Sometimes you got to change people in your business. Brian Kelly's doing that. All right, a couple more, and then I want to get to a break. Uh, Kyle says, hashtag ask Blake, what uh, you think of Derek Stingley endorsing Corey Raymond more than LSU today? Heard that. Uh, I might be wrong, but it's just how I took it. Um, it's not – It's not. you're not wrong. Um, 
Hold on one second. I dropped my pins. You're not wrong. Uh, look, I, I've said my piece on Derek Stingley. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of him and happy for him that he uh, that he ran a 4-3-7. For whatever reason, LSU listed him at a 4-4-4 today. Maybe that's why he was aggravated on the official time given to the NFL. So to give you an idea very quickly, LSU gives the NFL those official times, right? Like they send it in. The official time that was given for Derek Stingley was a 4-4-4. So for the 4-3-7, I, I don't know. Now, one Saints scout had a 4-3-3. One Steelers scout had a 4-3-7. Uh, I don't know. Look, as in reference to Derek Stingley, I'm just like I am with Miles. I worry about two years' worth of injuries. However, when healthy, and if he's healthy, and if he can get back to 2019, he's the top two guy in the draft. Guys, he would go number two in the draft, I think. He would be like a Jeff Okuda from Ohio State going to the Lions. Um, it might bode well for Derek that he could fall to 16 to a team like the Saints. Guys, what happens if Derek falls 16 to the Saints? We'll talk on another LSU DB and the Saints at the end of the show. But what happens if he falls that far? Guys, my whole take on this whole Corey Raymond thing is he's the poster child for Brian Kelly coming in and ripping that Band-Aid off. Guys, we were not good in past defense the last two years. And before you say, before you come in here and say, like, before you come in here and just try to argue me up and down about Corey Raymond, guys, you got to make a change when you're in 120th. That room had some toxicity to it. Okay. Um, I really forgot what else we were going to talk about. Let me pull up my notes. <laughs> LSU Pro Day and LSU Baseball up next. All right, so we'll do that. Uh, Zach, let's let's talk about our good friends, uh, our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm, and our good friends over at Grand Co. Just want to do very quickly give a good shout out to my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, two two five nine three seven seventy two twenty. That's two two five nine three seven seventy two twenty. Let them know that your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sits you on by. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. LSU Pro Day, a lot more LSU stuff. Fire in your questions. Hashtag Ask Blake. Inside the Rudy Crew chat. See y'all in just a second. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramcode.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? 
Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, we are back. We are back. Me and Zach are fighting over the mouse and the producer. I've just got to give it over to him. I'm so used to me doing it by myself. You know what I mean? So used to just me doing it by myself. So got to let my producer produce. It's what I'm paying the fat stacks of mad cash for. Speaking of mad stacks of fat cash, did you know we're giving over 500 bones? Guys, go over to Apple Podcasts and rate review. How... We should have 500 reviews on Apple Podcasts. There's over 200 plus of you, 300, 18,000 of you on average will listen and like follow the show from tonight. I want all of you to please just go rate and review on Apple. Good googly moogly. I don't ask for much. Ashley, I never ask you for anything. All right. Uh, Corwin Townsend says, what did you think of the lineup for the last game? If we're going to go to baseball first, I'll go baseball. I do need to get to some Saints stuff there tonight. We'll do that at the very end, about about 20 minutes. Um, I liked it a little. Um, I don't mind the Collier Cranford not getting the out there. You know, like the guy hasn't played since, uh, you know, um, I was about to say something political, but this isn't a political show. My reference usually is he hasn't played since the Obama administration, but he hasn't played since the Trump administration, right? You know, like, um, he hasn't played since the Trump administration, y'all. Like, he hasn't started a game. Uh, I'm okay with Cranford. Look, you got to reduce errors. Now, Zach, I'm going to bring Zach up here, and I just want Zach to share this stat from the other night. Zach, I told you to run... Uh, LSU's record when they had uh, what two errors or fewer was that was yeah, that right? That's what, correct. What is the record for LSU this season when they have two errors or less? So if they have less than two errors, they are thirteen and two. When they have two or more, they are six and seven. All right, say that again. They're thirteen and two when they have two errors a game or less. Like one, one usually one or less. My my. Correction, one or less. One or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if, if they, they have, have two, two or, or more, more, what's their record again? Six, six and seven? seven? Mm-hmm. Zach, I mean, what what do you say? Well, and a lot of those, Blake, a lot of those wins on the six and sevens are against teams that you should beat, like against midweek games. They're, they're, and they are consistently getting two errors a game which is a problem. That's the worst thing for me. Yeah. It, it's it, the only thing consistent is two errors a game. Exactly. All they, right. They need to clean it up. Definitely. Zach, that's a very good stat. Whoever told you to do that is a damn genius. Oh wait, that's me. All right. We'll hear from Zach at the end of the show. He's going to continue to produce. 
But Zach did some good work. Everybody give a round of applause for Zach. See, we're taking it up a notch, y'all. Zachy coming in here, firing off the Raptors. You little boys don't know what's going on. Look at look look who decided to show up. Like look who decided to show up. Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. He knows with the side out emoji. My good buddy Mike is going to be having a show at 8 o'clock following AYS. Use the promo code AYS30, I think it is. I don't remember. Uh, you can get like a, a, a one month for a dollar. One month for a dollar. Um, so, I, you know, look, I'm not going to take anything for LSU beating down Grambling last night. Everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share. Um, not going to take anything from it. I will tell you this. If you can direct me to where I can get a Grambling hat with the red bill on it, uh, I would be very much appreciated. That's what I'm looking for. I want a Grambling hat with the red bill. I'm a hat collector, shoe collector, um, lemon pepper collector. Um, so I, I want, I, I want one of those. Uh, the Golden Boot Pod says, hashtag Ask Blake, I thought you said these Gramco gummies were good. They're pretty weak. Uh, but when did your show go 3D? <laughs> hey, man. She! No, they're good, man. They're good for good relaxing. Some of the media members, a.k.a. Ron Higgins, should really use some Gramco. Like, <laughs> Ron, bust you a couple of uh, uh, 25 milligram gummies, my guy. You'll be all right then. Uh-oh, look, look who else decided to show up. Power Hour LSU with Carter, the power, Bryant. What's up, Carter? Um, look, I got to say this about the... Um, the LSU Pro Day today, I do need to give some LSU news, some some Tyron Matthew news, and maybe some more news um, here at the end. But I got I – got, I, I was impressed by some things. You know, like Andre Anthony running a 4-6-3, coming off seven months of ACL surgery. Now, I'm not going to be able to hike my big-ass leg up here all the way. Um, but I have – let me see if I can do it. Hi-ya. Nope. Not a lot of effort by me, but no. Uh, I had two ACL surgeries. The simple fact that Andre Anthony is able to run a 40 at four seconds, 4.63 seconds is not only impressive, it's kind of scary. So let me, let me just say this to all you dads out there who have kids that play high school football. Your son does not deserve to play in the SEC. Your son's not getting recruited by Alabama. He's not getting recruited by LSU. He's not getting recruited by Mississippi State. He's not going to play quarterback for Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Um, That is what an SEC defensive end, an SEC caliber talent looks like. Very impressed with Derek Stingley running a 4-3-7. That is also what a caliber SEC athlete looks like. Your son, who's five foot nine, 112 pounds, soaking wet, who has asthma, nothing wrong with having asthma. Shout out to people who have asthma. 
Shout out. Okay, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. I sympathize with you. Your son, though, however, is not an SEC athlete. Is that fair? Did you need somebody to tell you that, Dorothy? Wake up, Peter Pan. Uh, 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 what's her name with the pixel dust? Uh, Tinkerbell's not coming through your through your door. You can't put you know pixie dust on your dreams and la- make it come reality. There's got to be some hard work that comes into here. Um, I was impressed by Derek Stingley's four one nine shuttle, guys. He ran a four one nine short shuttle. That is moving. It's not moving. It's not fast. It's moving. I mean, that boy was on jets. Y'all like that? That's uh, when you have children. When you have children, that you learn how to make those interesting sounds. Um. However, for me, for me, all of it was almost kind of taken away by the be- by the bench. I, I got to be honest. I- I'm glad LSU's got some fast-ass dudes. I'm glad they got some bulky dudes. I- it drives me insane that when you see guys in the combine at that position hitting 28, 29, 30, 32, 40, that's what drives me insane. Hey, this isn't this isn't um you're not at Southeastern, bro. You're that's not me doing the bench. That's not me hitting 21 reps. That's a guy at LSU that's hitting 21, 17, 16 reps. That's not good. It's not good. Uh, but I did like Cardell Flott's time. Uh, what did Cardell Flott come in today as? 170 something pounds? God dog, man. <laughs> hey, bro. Could you imagine Derrick Henry running at Cordell Flott in the open field? That man has got to put on some weight. Whoo! He's fast. Mama, that man's fast. But man, could you could you imagine Derrick Henry running at that man full speed? <laughs> or as a, a major pain would say. <laughs> You want me to tell you about the story about the little engine that could again? Be bad, bro. Uh, Golden Boot Pot says Tinkerbell just walked in my door. (laughs) That grand code, bro. I'm telling you. Michael John says, I think you uh, popped a few too many of them gummies. Maybe he did, Michael. Maybe he did. Kenny says, Cordell Fight had a really good workout today. I thought he did too. Just God, man, he's just, he's got to, <laughs> he's got to put on some weight, bro. I mean, he looks like Zach out there running, bro. <laughs> Rob Boudreau says, that sounds like Blaze and the uh, Monster Machines. PCG says that Pooh Bear is just too much. (laughs) Pooh Bear is funny, bro. Uh, Mr. Hawkins says, hashtag ask Blake. It was good to see Nabone Clark at Pro Day. I agree with that. Supporting his teammates. What's your thought on his draft status? Uh, I don't, Mr. Hawkins, I don't know because 
which is so awful because that that I don't know. I'm not a medical professional. You know what I mean? Like I would be lying to you. I don't know that. Now we're gonna talk. Look, I think Derek made him some money today, guys. I don't think Derek Stingley's going in the top ten. I don't think he's going in the top ten. Um, I, I feel so bad for Damone. Um, there are some people saying that uh, at Pro Day today that he might have played with it a little bit long. Well, we already know he – I mean, you had to have known he played with it because of when he showed up there. But, guys, could you imagine playing it with a herniated disc? What Guys, what if that happened in 2020? Guys, what if Damone Clark was playing with a herniated disc in 2020? Why does Damone Clark look so bad? Well, shit, he's playing with a herniated disc. God, dog, man. Um, Look, the only part, I, you know, I don't know if anybody at LSU made themselves money today, maybe outside of Stingley. Maybe Stingley could get in the top ten. Maybe he can. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, we got to get over to – I love Stingley. Don't Guys, please don't get this twisted. I love Stingley to death. But that season he just – that he had in 19 – it really isn't – it's not that someone hasn't done it before because the year right after, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State did the same exact thing. The only difference was he had three touchdowns. Guys, he had three touchdowns. Oh, by the way, by the way, Emmanuel Forbes in 2021 did damn near close to the same exact thing. They threw – so I went and looked this up. Emmanuel Forbes had two passes thrown in him in two separate games – and nobody else threw to him, he picked him off. Don't talk to me about that, bro. Like, there's some really good corners. I, you know, be careful what you wish for. Okay. Um, Zach, I, I want to talk about some Saints news very quickly, some Tyron Matthew news uh, before we get out of here. So we've got about, n- about nine minutes. Um, I want to transition to some Saints and uh, Tyron Matthew news. It was reported today by our good friend Ben Mintz over at Barstool. Oh, well, we should hit we should hit the button, right, Zach? It was reported by our good friend today, Barstool Mincy, um, that he's hearing around the Saints that Tyron Matthew wants to be with the Saints. However, he's not willing to give a hometown discount. I could also make this a Rafino's rants, but this is a highly emotional take by me. Um, so don't the next person that covers the Saints that tells me that um the Saints don't have enough money to sign Tyron Matthew when you literally just moved heaven and earth and the salary cap to try to clear out space for Deshaun Watson. Don't tell me you can't do it. Do not tell me you can't find a way. Because it's a stone cold lie. You went from, think about this, guys. The Saints went from $37 million over the salary cap to having $30 million in the salary cap to go and get to Sean Watson, and everybody's moaning and complaining about the Tyron Matthew deal, and he's not giving a hometown discount. Oh, my God. Oh. 
do not come in here and try to convince me that you can't sign him. The Saints need to sign him. Also, newsflash, um, to Taysom Hill, if they do sign him, you're coming off that number seven. I say that, but somebody did tell me that he wears number seven for his his late brother, um, which if that's the case, um, that really kind of hits home with me. Um, that's an emotional thing. Uh, so I don't know how I feel about that. But he, 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 you know, let's give him another $5 million and let TM7 wear number seven. Uh, Saints need to make this move, man. It's a good football move. It's a Actually, guys, quite honestly, it's a great football move. I don't know if he's going to sign. He said he might take some other visits, but he wants to be close to home. Why do you think Tyron's in New Orleans as much as he is? Feels like the man wants to come home, doesn't it? Do do what you got to do, Saints. Don't be a Rudy Poo. Do not be a Rudy Poo. Come on, man. Um. So let me tell you this. We'll preface this. We might end a little bit uh, early tonight. We'll get Zach in here. Um. I might be running with some news later on the Saints. I don't do it. I don't do it often unless it's given to me. So be on the lookout for that. The Saints could restructure a contract, from what I hear, to get Tyron Matthew the money that he deserves. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Simper says, I love Blake's impression of Moscona. It's spot on. I didn't realize my, uh, was an impression of Moscona. <laughs> <laughs> I better chill out, bro. Uh, Mick, <laughs> Mick says on YouTube, Tyron dies a lot. Dies or does a lot for the community. God, I hope he doesn't die. Yikes, bro. My good friend Sean Roberts says, I swear, why should he take less? He shouldn't take less. He shouldn't take less. Brandon Reese says, I saw on, on Spot Rack, Honey Badger's market value is three years worth $44 million, which makes him $14 million a year. Well, they have that, right? Like, they're there. They're at $17 million. I, I, I don't get I, I don't get that. They, I, I don't get that. Um, I see pirates comment. Let me, I, Blake, when is LSU going to spend $8 million on they got from Tate from COVID? They did, LSU didn't get 80 million. They didn't get 80 million. That's a, read the article. Uh, Marvin Mackey Jr. says there, uh, there you go messing with that man again. I didn't do nothing, bro. Huh? Huh? That's what some of the media sound takes sense. Huh? Oh my God, I'm going to find bomb. I'm gone. Um. So yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's bring in Zach in here. Zach, are you ready? Zach, your internet, your internet has been doing a lot better today. What's up? It, with that? It has. You, you, did you build that in the back? Did you build you I some did. new wood? So I laid it, it personally so, with my own two hands. So uh, what kind of wood is that? Cedar? Um, uh, 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 Don't oak? ask me. That's why I'm doing technology stuff on here. Oh, okay. So it's it's not real. You didn't build it with your hands like I did mine back here. No. No. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I put on some overalls, no undershirt, titty nipples hanging out and everything, and I uh, cut all this wood and sanded Went it. And, cut it yourself. Yeah, I did I did all this myself. All right, Zach, let's get to you. Uh, what did you think of the show tonight? Anything that stood out to you? Anything that you want to talk about? Um, LSU Pro Day was today. LSU Baseball was last night. Now, y'all talked a lot of LSU Baseball last night on your show. Um, mm-hmm. But – LSU Pro Day, what'd you think? You were you surprised by Stingley's uh four three seven? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. He, he he looks good, but I mean, as you said on the show, um, you know, him being out for the last two years is, is concerning with the injury. Uh, and I have to agree with you. I think that's a reason that he will not go as high in the draft as a lot of people see him going or believe he is going to go. Um, so yeah, I have to agree with you on that take. Look, he's a top three talent, and I don't think that anybody yeah. can argue that. But yeah. when you have that many injuries and you're coming off a Liz Frank injury that doesn't have a large success rate yeah. after having surgery, it is really concerning. It would be interesting to see what the Saints do if he's at 16. Like, it would be very interesting. Now, what if they sign Tyron, okay, and then they draft Stingley? Now, that, mm. that would make me want to uh, – but regardless, um, I don't think that they do that. I, I, I think Stingley's either going to be gone or he's going to fall. I, I, I don't. I think he's going to go higher than some people think at the current moment, like before 15, or he's going to fall out of the top 20. I, I think that there's a lot of concern around him and his injury. One guy told me today that a scout that a lot of people know that I know that a front office did not like. They like the time, but they just they're really iffy on the on the medical. Which look, we'll see. That's not that's not coming from me. Okay, so just so everybody knows, that's not coming from me. Um, Zach, baseball last night they put a beating on Grambling. You talked about the errors earlier. What else are you seen? Did you like the lineup from last night? Um, I do like the lineup. Um, I think Jay is still tinkering to try and, and find out what his best offensive and defensive lineup is all together because you can roll out. Uh, you know, guys out there and have your quote-unquote best defensive lineup, but you're not going to hit. Right. You can roll out guys out there and have your quote-unquote best offensive lineup, but you're still going to have the problems and fielding that you've been having. So I think that's something that Jay Johnson is just tinkering with and trying to figure out. I did think it was interesting that they threw Collier Cranford out there, um, you know, a guy that hasn't had a whole lot of success at the plate. Um, but, you know, they did last night what they should have done. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, probably let out some demons and i hope that continues into the series against state something that we mentioned on the show last night state's kind of a similar team with lsu they've been struggling a lot um they're young and inconsistent and that's also similar to lsu lsu is still overall a fairly young team uh and we've seen the inconsistency so two teams that are coming to the series that are very similar and we'll see which team is able to pull away from the other I like your take, and I like you being on the show. You did a fantastic job. It's what uh, uh, episode seven, right, or close to it? That you've been on the show Something like that. Um, you've done a fantastic job. 
Now, Rick said, so we got your first question, Zach. We're going to end it here. He's, uh, Rick says, hashtag ask Zach, who impressed you the most at LSU's Pro Day? The injury, we talked about the injury, but outside of Stingley, who else impressed you the most? Oh, this, this is easy. Hands down, it's Andre Anthony. Uh, Me too. Coming, coming back from the injury, uh, I think Carter was the one that mentioned it. I, I totally agree with Carter. You know, a guy that had kind of hit his prime and was poised to have a really good season this this led the sec in sacks after three weeks by the way exactly i mean he we were really excited about him me and reagan were both really pumped about him you see him go down so you you hate to see that but um you know i think he probably did a lot today for his draft stock coming back off that injury so he was definitely the one that pressed me the most outside of the main guys all right he's zach i'm blake we'll see you guys again tomorrow some more lsu stuff oh 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 oh. mike jones who my Jones won't be with us Thursday, but he'll be with us Friday. So how about that? He'll be with us Friday before the LSU game. So we'll see you guys soon. We'll see you then. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.